This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Corrie Samuel. The Consolation of Philosophy by Ansius Manlius Severinus Boethius. Translated by H. R. James. Book 4 Good and Ill Fortune. Section 1 and Song 1 The Soul's Flight. Softly and sweetly, philosophy sang these verses to the end, without losing aught of the dignity of her expression, or the seriousness of her tones. Then, for as much as I was yet unable to forget my deeply-seated sorrow, just as she was about to say something further, I broke in and cried, O thou guide into the way of true light, all that thy voice hath uttered from the beginning even unto now has manifestly seemed to me at once divine contemplated in itself, and, by the force of thy arguments, placed beyond the possibility of overthrow. Moreover, these truths have not been altogether unfamiliar to me heretofore, though, because of indignation at my wrongs, they have, for a time, been forgotten. But, lo, herein is the very chiefest cause of my grief, that, while there exists a good ruler of the universe, it is possible that evil should be at all, still more that it should go unpunished. Surely thou must see how deservedly this of itself provokes astonishment. But a yet greater marvel follows. While wickedness reigns and flourishes, virtue not only lacks its reward, but is even thrust down and trampled under the feet of the wicked, and suffers punishment in the place of crime. That this should happen under the rule of a God who knows all things, and can do all things, but wills only the good, cannot be sufficiently wondered at, nor sufficiently lamented. Then said she, It would indeed be infinitely astounding, and of all monstrous things most horrible, if, as thou esteemest, in the well-ordered home of so great a householder, the base vessels should be held in honour, the precious left to neglect. But it is not so. For if we hold unshaken those conclusions which we lately reached, thou shalt learn that, by the will of him of whose realm we are speaking, the good are always strong, the bad always weak and impotent, that vices never go unpunished, nor virtues unrewarded, that good fortune ever befalls the good, and ill fortune the bad, and much more of the sort, which shall hush thy murmurings, and establish thee in the strong assurance of conviction. And since, by my late instructions, thou hast seen the form of happiness, hast learnt, too, the seat where it is to be found, all due preliminaries being discharged, I will now show thee the road which will lead thee home. Wings, also, will I fasten to thy mind, wherewith thou mayest soar aloft, that so, all disturbing doubts removed, thou mayest return safe to thy country, under my guidance, in the path I will show thee, and by the means which I furnish. Song 1. The Soul's Flight Wings are mine. Above the pole, far aloft, I soar. Clothed with these, 
My nimble soul scorns earth's hated shore, Cleaves the skies upon the wind, Sees the clouds left far behind. Soon the glowing point she nears, Where the heavens rotate, Follows through the starry spheres Phoebus's course, or straight takes for comrade mid the stars, Saturn cold, or glittering Mars. Thus each circling orb explores through night's stole that peers, then, when all unnumbered, soars far beyond the spheres, mounting heaven's supremest height to the very fount of light. There, the sovereign of the world, his calm sway maintains, as the globe is onward whirled, guides the chariot reins, and in splendour glittering reigns the universal king. Hither, if thy wandering feet find at last a way, here thy long-lost home thou'lt greet, dear lost land thou'lt say. Though from thee I've wandered wide, hence I came, here will abide. Yet, if ever thou art fain, visitant to be of earth's gloomy night again, surely thou wilt see tyrants whom the nations fear dwell in hapless exile here. End of Book Four Good and Ill Fortune Section One and Song One The Soul's Flight